Greg and Mare on 94.9 Mix FM. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Jessica emailed Greg and Mare at MixFM.com. She says, Hi, guys. My neighbor's son went away to college last month, and they had a big going away party for him before he left. I should tell you that parking on our street is pretty bad, Jessica writes. It's really narrow and crowded, and we don't have a garage, so my car is always parked on the street. The morning after the party, I walked out to my car to go to work, and I noticed a big dent in my left rear bumper. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, Yeah. I mean, in... Back. I never got any big dents, but yeah. I've, I've had some scratches and oh. dings in doors and stuff like that. I mean, back when I lived like in the city, yeah. I had oh, a ton. all the time, all the time. Yeah, that happens all. I mean, yeah. everybody in the city just kind of gives up. Yeah, you just you just hit. It's just part of yeah, driving. You bump. Bumpers yeah. are for bumping. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but usually, like in a neighborhood, that's not the case. No, right? no, well, no. Obviously, writes Jessica, someone from the party across the street hit my car, but they didn't leave a note. So I wrote a note and put it on our neighbor's door telling them what happened and also that I have a witness who saw what happened. But now they want to speak to the witness, and I don't want them to. Are they detectives? <laughs> because it's my six-year-old son. Oh, no. He saw a blue truck bump into my car, back up, and drive away, and I believe him, but I'm worried the neighbors won't. And I also don't really want to put my child in the middle of a grown-up dispute, she says. Now I feel like it might be better to just drop the whole thing, but I also don't want to pay out of pocket to fix my car when someone else did the damage. Do I put my son into this situation or just forget about it? She says, ugh, I hate this. Thanks for your thoughts on this matter. I'm looking forward to some resolution. Signed, Jessica. Not an easy situation. No. I mean, she already went further than I might have. By putting the note on the door? Yeah. Really? You wouldn't have done it? You wouldn't have brought uh, it up? Not at all? I mean, I just, I'm a void. I, I avoid things. <laughs> I just focus on the good. Conflict averse. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, it'll all work out. I'm going to go and spend my attention somewhere else, well, you know? Well. Uh, Sierra, how would you handle this situation? What would you tell Jessica she should do here? I don't think she should get um, the child involved. So I would just say an adult saw it and have the adult be the witness. Yeah. I might yeah. do that yeah. too, actually. Really? Yeah. Because I'd be, I'd be worried that somebody who didn't really see it would be like, um, yeah, it was like a truck or something. And the neighbor's like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you saw it. Whatever. I mean, the six-year-old said it was a blue truck, so yeah. I mean, that's descriptive enough. <laughs> okay. What, what color blue? What year? Right. Was it old? Was it new? Was it a Dodge? Was it a Chevy? <laughs> was it a Toyota? What was it? Okay, well, right. thank you very much. I think that's, I would do that. <laughs> Mayor likes your answer. I do. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi, what would you tell Jessica? I, I think she's stuck. I think she should just let it ride. Yeah. Uh, pass and repass with those people. Don't wave. Don't look at them. Don't nothing them. You know, just just let it go. Just if they're not willing to help out now, they're not going to be willing to help out no matter what she does. Oh man, well that's that's depressing. <laughs> I I kind of but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what you were saying originally, isn't it? Mary? Yeah, like you just kind of sweep it under the rug and pretend it never happened. I, I'm not. But there's t- this ding on your car now. Yeah, you know. 
I know. It's kind of like anytime you get something new and you get the first scratch, yes. you just got to let it be. <laughs> well, and sometimes, you know, like you you try and take care of it so that when you go to sell it, you can get the most out of it. And then some knucklehead bangs into it and yeah. now it's got this gash yes. in it. You yes. Know? Uh, Julie, you get the final say on this one this morning. What should Jessica do here? Okay. So what she does is she just leaves another note stating that uh, we'll just handle it through legal matters. And then she needs to call the police to get a incident report, and they'll give her a number, and then call the insurance and let the insurance take care of it. Well, okay, so you're now, see, I don't know how this insurance stuff works, but I always worry that once I've told my insurance that something's happened, that I might end up paying a higher rate because they might not be able to get the money out of the other guy. You know what I mean? No, you only pay a higher rate when it's your fault. Even if they can't get the money from another party or whatever? Correct. Correct. Okay. It was not your fault. Your insurance will not go up. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I should call the yeah. insurance more often. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what else can we get from insurance? Seriously. Throwing that, <laughs> yeah. that laptop. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee <laughs> no. you that's not going to work out. There are people that do that, and the only reason I could say that so fast is I know someone who did that. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. That's called fraud. I know. Okay. I wouldn't. I, Comes back at you. That's exactly right. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, well, Jessica, good luck with your situation. You got three solid opinions there. You just got to pick the one you want to go with. Uh, and anytime you have an am I wrong kind of situation, you just give us a call, 775-0949, or email us like Jessica did. Greg and Mare at MixFM.com. Did you hear about this guy? <laughs> Scamming moments. We've all had it. But he dressed as a security guard so he could skip the line, okay? Every line at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> what is that laugh? I think it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's terrible. Yeah. He got caught posing as a tour guide. That's so terrible. That's what he a tour guide at Disney World, so he could skip all the lines. He somehow got access to an official Disney iPad that their tour guides use, so he like walked around with this iPad. And so all the employees were like, oh, he must work here. Come, yeah, come yeah, right yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. 30 years old, and he managed to skip every line, well, how did they, every line. Do we know how he got caught? Uh, I would love see. to know. Uh, uh, or he probably posted about it, like, afterwards. Look, yeah, no, look he, at the scam he, I pulled. He, you got, know? he did not get arrested. I do know that. But he, he got kicked out of the park. So it was while he was there. Yeah. They eventually caught on to his big scam. They're like, who is this guy? I mean, did you ever scam your way into something awesome and you felt so good? No. Like, if he didn't get caught, he's like my hero. Well, we'd never know his story then, right? I but mean, I've used my kids to, like, try to scam my way merited. into stuff. I know. Like what? Like, what are you using well, this kids is so, to scam your way like, into? This is so... Just, they were shooting a movie by my place. And it was like the set was locked, but I actually worked in that building that they were shooting this movie with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I brought my kid back later because I got kicked out already. I had been kicked out of the set. I snuck on. So I brought her back and kind of snuck around, and they let me everywhere because I had a kid with me. And it was awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. They were like, oh, she must be harmless. She has a child. Yeah, they thought nothing of it. just a mother. So you just bring that kid with. She's a mother already. I went to the Grammys, okay? (laughs) Yeah. And and I did get one ticket to go to the radio room, okay? And this woman said to me on the phone, listen, I can get you one ticket to the Grammys, but only one. Don't try to get another. So I go with my old co-host, R.I.P., Okay, 
Oh. Anyway, I know. We go all the way to New York. We walk in to get our passes because the day before you go get your passes, it was pouring out and everyone was grumpy. And the guy I worked with, he went in. He had no pass. They're like, okay, what are your names? And my name was on the list. His wasn't. We scammed him a pass. We're like, no, it's on the list. Are you sure? Are you sure? They called the person who said you cannot bring anyone oh, else. No. But they didn't answer their phone, so they just led him and got him a pass. We got so lucky. And then I was, like, backstage at the Grammys, and I flipped my pass around, and I snuck into the TV room. I was, like, at Excess Hollywood and all those, like, I got into that room. It was awesome. Uh, I can scam my way into anywhere. uh, Next time we go to Disney, I'm taking you with me. I can't be the only one that's, like, had a scam situation. It doesn't have to be, like, a Disney or a Grammys or something. Right. It could be, like, sneaking your way to the front at Target, like, the checkout line. I'll tell you, my dad is the king of, it says <laughs> VIP, and he goes, we're walking right in. Yes! Like, he loves to do oh that. Oh, my, I knew I loved your dad! <laughs> <laughs> I've snuck into so many VIPs. So he's my person. I know. Simpatico. Yes, I knew it. I don't do that ever. We're I'm like, like if I don't have a badge, I, I don't like the feeling of the nervousness like oh, I could correct. get kicked out at I, any moment. We have to go to like oh, no. the Oscars or something. It gives me anxiety. Uh, you just, you're like my husband. I would have never met <laughs> Boy George over there at the casino. Yeah. Casino del Sol. He I was know. here. Yeah. They, they were like, don't go back there. That's the buses. I'm like sneaking my way back. And when I saw Boy George walking You're to his You're such a toddler. Limo, you get I, told, do not do this. Yeah. And that's the first thing you do. Well, that was before the show. After, I mean, the same security guards looking at me, but whatever. My husband's like across the street. And I, I see Boy George, like I see his shadow. And I go, it's him. Let's go. I like bolt, run across the street, like two blocks. I'm right up to his bicep. <laughs> My husband's still, like, he's standing in the same exact yeah. place well, I he's left not, him. he's not star crazy like you are. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you're, <laughs> think of how, how worried you'd be if your husband was leading that charge. It's boy George. <laughs> we have to touch him. <laughs> that would have been a whole other story. <laughs> oh, those good times. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. If you've got a story like that, we'd like to hear it this morning, and, and maybe we'll get you some Tucson Botanical Gardens uh, yes, passes. we have passes. We got a couple extra passes to give you. Here's the thing. So usually you have to sneak in somewhere. We'll get you in for free. Okay. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell yeah. us where you snuck into. Yeah. The rule it, you broke. It could be you were at one movie. You went to go see Magic Mike, right? Oh, then you, then you snuck into Fifty Shades. Uh, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greg and Mare. We were uh, just talking about how Mare sneaks into places. There was a story in the news about this guy who like posed as a what was he like a tour guide? A tour guide at Disneyland with and he an went iPad. And rode, <laughs> yeah, he went and rode all the rides. He was like skipped all the lines. Genius, genius. I used to be an intern on Young and the Restless. Okay. And one time they sent me over to Paramount Studios, or maybe it was my other show I was on. Either way, they're like, just go to the front gate and tell them you're an intern. That's how you can get in. Okay. I go, no, I don't need identification. They're like, no. Some sort of badge or something? Yeah, Yeah. I go in, and there's all these people in line. I get right up, I go, I'm an intern. They let me right in. I went, I saw John Tesh, actually, (laughs) at Entertainment Tonight. I had to drop some tapes off. So I leave. I did it like four other times after because it was so simple. Right, sneaky right. Sneak. When you weren't sneak, asked sneak. to go over there, you just yeah, went oh. over to Paramount and you're sneaky like, I'm sneaks. an intern. And they let you right in. Be an intern. That gets you in everywhere. It's Scary. awesome. Scary. Uh, you think it'll work at this age? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like the 90 year old intern. <laughs>
There's a movie plot in there somewhere, I think. Uh, 555, we want to hear your story, Rick. You snuck into someplace, you broke the law? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was the Olympics. What? You snuck into the Olympics? Oh, you're my person. It was the Olympics. It was the Olympics. And uh, it was, well, I was traveling on the bus, right? I had a shirt on, and my sister works for the government. And on the shirt, it has staff on the top, oh. right? <laughs> so, so I'm at the, I get to the Olympics, you know, I'm down and out. I have no money. I'm riding the bus. I look at the line. It's like, oh, let's see what's going on. I walk over there, and the security guy's standing there. He looks at me. He sees my shirt. He's like, oh, come on in. Oh, in. yes. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because oh, you're yeah. wearing a, a T-shirt that has the word staff on it. They're like, oh, you must belong here. It was, it was like a golf shirt. Yeah. Worst so security guard shirt. of all time. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, yeah, the security guard's like, oh, come on in. Oh, so I had a great time. That Hell is yeah. so funny, Greg. We just have to wear staff shirts. <laughs> you totally could get away with that. So now, Rick, wh- yeah. which Olympic Games was this? Where was it? This? It was, uh, it was uh, in Atlanta. By the way, the same Olympic <laughs> Games where they had the bomb go off. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I was going like, to say, wasn't there a bomb? Yeah, yeah. Like, way to go, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Greg, because, yeah, it was the bomb thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. Now, that wasn't you, right? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I was, hey, I, was already, I was already asked to leave, and I was at the bar across the street. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they caught on to you by then. Rick, you're, you're awesome. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hang oh, out yeah. with you. Rick, we're going to give you some passes <laughs> to uh, Tucson Botanical Gardens, okay? They've got a special exhibit oh. coming up that's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. There'll be art in the garden. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening and waking up early with us. That was awesome. <laughs> made my whole day. I could Stuck go home the now. Olympics. I mean, if there's an event to get into, <laughs> uh, that's got to be it. Right? Uh, that's scary. That's terrifying. very scary. That's terrifying. <laughs> Boy, when you look at celebrities, sometimes you think, oh, they have everything. Yes. I mean, how lucky are they? They just have all that they could want and more. They have talent. They're beautiful. They have beauty, they right? They have money. They can go anywhere. They... I hate celebrities. They're so good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, why are the best looking also great singers and also go to Yale? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> right. That's too much for one person, yes, right? it's not fair. Well, Spread it. And then you hear stories like the one Gabrielle Union, uh, the actress, is telling now. You know, she's... Married to Dwayne Wade, former NBA yeah. superstar, D. Wade. Yeah, I kind of like them together. They, they seem to have a really great, like, blended family. Yeah, yes. And, um... Yes. Right? Yeah. And their their kids have been through some stuff. R- exactly. And they yeah. seem to be very encouraging parents yes. and all of this. yeah. So it shocked me extensively yesterday when I read what she was talking about, apparently... You know, they've been together since 2007. Yes. But they hit a little bit of a rough patch around 2013. And this was right before they got married. They got married in 2014. Yeah. So while they were on this rough patch, Dwayne Wade met another woman (gasps) and had a baby. (gasps) Oh, that's heart-wrenching. And in her new book, Gabrielle detailed finding out about that. Ugh. And she said, in 2013, before we were married, Dwayne had a baby with another woman. It should go without saying, she writes, that we were not in a good place at that time that the child was conceived. But we were doing much better when he finally told me about this other woman and the pregnancy. 
Ugh. She stayed with him. To say I was devastated is to pick a word on a low shelf for convenience. She says there are lots of people, including strangers I'll never meet, who have been upset that I have not previously talked about that trauma. She said, I have not had the words to talk about it until now. The experience of Dwayne having a baby so easily, she writes, while I was unable to, she was undergoing oh IVF treatment. Gosh, I just feel sick. Left my soul not just broken into pieces, but shattered into fine dust scattering in the wind. Ugh. She was devastated. Devastation. Imagine so you're having this relationship for a while. You want to have children. You're struggling to have children. You hit a rough patch. He goes, meet somebody else, has a child right away. Of course. <gasps> of course. I mean, listen. Oh, my of course, gosh. Of course, of course. Right? That's how it happens. And it's so awful. And I cannot believe she stayed with him. I mean, were they on a break? Not a, Were they Ross and Rachel? That doesn't sound like it was even a, a break. I it mean, was a difficult makes me period. Like, not like him. What are you doing? But she says, and she, she goes on to address that. She says, but I loved him. Each day he had worked to be forgiven, and I had chosen to do so. Okay, okay. And part of this journey of making peace with our love is also making peace with ourselves. I mean, I guess it's like anything else, right? If somebody has a hard patch in their marriage, in their relationship, whatever it could be, you know, just a hard patch, a regular one. Sure. You know, it could be with sure. their family. It could be, you know, an addiction, and they could get past it. You can't hold that stuff over them forever. You know what I mean? Like, if you choose to be with them, you have to be with them. You have to it's be able to choice. let that go, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to accept your role in, in sticking it out right? also, right. which is, is kind of a weird thing to think about. Here's the last thing I'll quote from her. She says, the me of today, this is Gabrielle Union talking about her relationship with Dwayne Dwayne. The me of today would not have stayed with him. Yeah. But would I be who I am now without having gone through that pain? Oh, I could hang out with her. <laughs> Why you know? do you say that? No, I just, she thinks and, you know, trying to figure out where she's at and why she is who she is right now and all that stuff. And in our past does make us who we are right now. And so as much as you want to go back and wish you could change something, like really bad things, you know, traumatic things, it's made you who you are in this moment. Bad breakups, bad whatever, you know. That's true. What doesn't Accidents. kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, somebody passing away that you loved that passed away tragically, like all that stuff brought you here, you know? Right. It's all so, part of who you are now. I, yeah, but oh, the, the, that just makes me sick when I think about somebody struggling to have a baby. And then it, it's that way. It's this way. I don't know why it is this way with men, but I've seen it a billion times where my friends have been with somebody 10 years and all they want to do is like, why aren't we getting married? No, I'm not ready. And they will finally break up. And that next person, that guy will marry in like a week. Yeah. And it's soul crushing for my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's now part of who they are too, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Which, by the way, since all of that went down in 2013, uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union have gone on to get married. Yes. They've gone on to raise a family. They had a uh, baby via surrogate yes, about a year and a have. half ago, two yes. years ago. 
So they're obviously in a different place now. And don't they have like a transgender child yes. that they're super accepting I and think, wonderful to? And I feel like that's almost a foster child, like somebody else in his family couldn't raise the child oh. or something and they adopted. I mean, you know, they, they're lot, just supportive. Yeah, I, I do think that they're good people trying to do the right things. Doesn't okay. mean somehow. I doesn't mean, mean she, you're perfect. She got past it. I have to get past it. I know. <laughs> Because I, I liked him, and now I don't, and well, I have to get past it. Yeah. So give me a moment. Okay. Let me get some therapy around it. like seven years it. ago. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. And we'll get you through this, man. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 4.9 Mix FM. Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. What's going on with you right now? 520-775-0949. Let's go to is it Julie. Julie, go ahead. I just wanted to... Um, Oh, and tell you something, and you're going to hate me for it, but Uh-oh. my Christmas shopping is done. It's been done since February. Ah, since February. Since February. You got all the deals. <laughs> I always, always get it done early because I don't want to deal with all these people, you know, at these stores and stuff. Oh, my so. gosh. How do you even know what to get that far in advance? Like, it takes me months just to think of a, a real gift that somebody might like. I know people like... My mom, she likes the Boston Red Sox. She loves Elvis. So, you know, it's just I know my family and I know what they like. And so, I think, yeah. I think that her mom is your next wife. <laughs> Boston Red Sox. Uh, just because she likes the Red Sox doesn't mean we have to be married. We can be friends. Okay, okay. <laughs> we can get together and watch a few games. She's from, she's from Medford. Yeah, oh, from, she's, she's, from, she's Medford. from Medford. Yeah, nice. So, but yeah, I just wanted to tell you, Meredith. Yeah, that, <laughs> and no, you that's, can hate me. That's okay. That's, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't hate you, but I really feel bad about myself, if that means <laughs> What I'd like to do is hire you to do all of my gifts. That's shopping. a good idea. You yeah. should make that like your side biz. Seriously. If it, if it made money, I sure would. <laughs> well, it might. Uh, yeah. Maybe you should put it out there. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, they say this year you need to start really early shopping because all the goods won't be available like they usually are for so many reasons. People aren't working in the these manufacturing plants and right you know shipping delays yeah all that yeah uh, products all the yeah you it's, know, it's crazy right now my husband made a good statement when i started talking about this last night he goes well how about we just have like a more humble holiday season that, like that would be how cool. great would that be that would be and, okay and I, I thought about that and i said you know what for hanukkah we only got one gift right we got one gift Eight crazy nights and you only get oh, one I only gift? Because you have four kids and that's what you could afford. You right. know, I got the doll that went pee-pee. <laughs> and it never stopped. It didn't stop. <laughs> and so so the thing is, is there was nothing wrong with that because right. I think it makes you appreciate things. I, so, I think you're right about that. Yeah. How many times have you seen kids tear through a dozen gifts? And- Never touch it. On Christmas or their birthday, and they're just on to the next one, on to the next I one, on to the next the one. I have the most epic karaoke machine sta- sitting right like on my where my TV is. What? It hasn't been touched since Christmas Day. <laughs> Drives me nuts, and it was my dream. You know what you should do? Bring it in. And just rewrap that sucker oh. up and give it again. Okay. See if anybody notices this time. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> That's just what I need. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Okay, we're just talking about forgiveness off the air. You know, there's some holidays going on from different religions, and today's a day you're supposed to think and apologize for things or ask for forgiveness, Greg. Day of atonement. Yeah, so please forgive me, Gregory, for... (laughs) you got to be specific. What have you done wrong? I don't know. 
I mean, you know, if I'm cranky ever, or, you know, yeah, I, I am sleeping between songs. Yeah, I don't well, get enough sleep. Yeah. You know, like, uh, not the best. But uh, holding a grudge doesn't make you strong. It makes you bitter. Okay? Forgiving doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. Okay? So uh, yeah. work on trying to... To forgive others, too. Sometimes you'll never hear it from that person. I think about somebody I dated for three years, and he just kind of left. And you have to eventually get to a space where you forgive them for yourself, not for them. A thousand percent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Most of it is so that you can move on. Yeah. Not so they can. They're they're living their lives. They, yeah. they don't even remember that they hurt you. But I do think that sometimes you hurt people and your intention is not to hurt them. Of so, course. you know, if there's a way you could actually say the words, some people really get stuck on it. I know. Remember Jenny Jones? They'd always have those people who would go back to the high school person and say, you did this to me. They lived their whole life trying to prove that person wrong. That person doesn't even know that they hurt them. You know, so totally believe it. So, yeah, if you remember, if you realize you were not a nice person, you weren't your best self, you know, saying the words, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Can go a long way. A long way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good daily intention right there. 94.9 Mix FM. You're up first. What's your name? Hi, my name's Lori. Hey, Lori, let's play the game. You ready? Okay. Our pop Q&A, question number one. One American company is growing so fast, the numbers are almost hard to believe. They're looking to hire another 165,000 employees on top of the 450,000 they've hired since the beginning of the pandemic. This same company has opened 250 fulfillment centers since the start of the year and is going to open 100 more later this month. Who are they? Amazon. Amazon, Amazon, of course. I was thinking Home Goods because they opened that one too. Did you see it? Like it's by the airport somewhere. Home Goods growing, but not maybe quite that fast. Uh, yeah. Bring it online. Amazon I'm ready for it because yeah. they're about to do it. Question number two: In 1988, actor Danny DeVito and a much larger actor made a movie called Twins about two unlikely brothers separated at birth who reconnect. Now, 33 years later, they're working on a sequel called Triplets which will co-star Tracy Morgan as the third brother of Danny DeVito and whom? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nice. <laughs> what a, what a matchup. I love that movie. Tracy Morgan, Danny DeVito, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as triplets. I can't wait to hear the story about Tracy Morgan being a brother. <laughs> and question number three, Channing Tatum and Chris Hemsworth are being mentioned as possible leads in the upcoming remake of The Bodyguard, the 1992 movie that starred Whitney Houston. Which Academy Award-winning actor played her bodyguard in the original movie? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. What a great movie. Three for three. And you know what I loved about that movie is they were just like together. No talk about different races or anything. They were just in love and it was a great love story. It was like 25, 26 years ago. So cool. So cool. Well, Lori, you did it. Excellent. Yeah, you're going to Tucson Botanical Gardens. They have an exhibition, Seeing the Invisible. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Great, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Today I don't feel like doing anything. One, two, three. One, two, three. La, 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 la. <laughs> All right, we got to spin that wheel here. Spin it. Spin that wheel. What is it going to land on? Three oh for Thursday. Gosh, I don't know. Let's yeah. find out here. Do, 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 do. Got a brand new category on the three for Thursday wheel, and we'd like to hear from you this morning at seven seven five zero nine four nine. 
Oh. Nope. Oh, there it is. Okay, three jobs you could never do. <laughs> <laughs> List them right now. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Uh president. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything political, just shoot me now. Oh, that's that's on my list too. Yeah, is that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't think I could trade in my, you know, moral compass enough. Or you know, you go to do that you job. go gray in like one month of, you know, being in That's politics. the other part. Yeah, I yeah. mean either you either you do like everybody else does and compromise everything you stand for yeah. or Yeah. you like try and stand up for everything and go nuts fighting the system. Right. I just I Oh, I don't see so that hard. as a winner. It'd be like fighting every day. I just yeah. can't do it. No. Uh, I can't have that in my life. Right, but um I would say and this is like the best job ever, but I see teachers and they're so amazing. And I'm like, how do they do that? Like they're, they're on the pedestal to me for sure, because I can't do that. I, I can't control two kids and they have a whole classroom Little of kids. 30. Yeah. And how do they make it all day, you know, watching and teaching and then go home and grade papers like amazing people. And sometimes the kids are the best part. You know, a lot yeah. of times the kids are the best part. It's the parents and the administration that, you, yeah. Yeah. that, that drive you nuts. I just, you know? I, I look at that and I think it's amazing. Yeah. And then uh, I, I would say an accountant, numbers crunching, seems like pure torture, sitting at a desk, like Did I- you say accountant? Yes. I was going to say that too. <laughs> are we the same person? <laughs> well, two of our answers were the same. <laughs> Your different answer was teacher. I, I think there's part of teaching that in, intrigues me yeah. that I would like. I, no, because no, no. I think you get some satisfaction yeah. out of that. No, well, I, I could be a coach. So it's kind of teaching, <laughs> right. but at least I'm outside running. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But it's the sitting and keeping them still. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, here's the job that I, that I couldn't do that's different from, okay. from your list. Roofing. Oh. I could not be a roofer. Yeah. Those guys that you see, they're slopping that hot tar so, yeah. on a 110 degree yeah, day and they, they're up there. Oh my god. I hope gosh. they get paid a lot. I don't think they do. I just feel like salaries. They don't get paid enough. I know that. Are just going to the wrong people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. All right. So those are our three, uh, three for Thursday. Three jobs you could never do. What are yours? One, two, three. For Thursday, three jobs you could never do. Mayor said politician. I agreed. Mayor said accountant. I said that too. Mayor said teacher because it's so hard. What a hard job and a great job. Don't get me wrong. Yes. So important. They need more money. They need to pay teachers way more money. They need to pay roofers way more money too. Yeah. I, I could never do that I job. I can't believe we agreed on two of the three without even like talking to each other. Well, you just think of things you don't want to be responsible for, like accountant. No, I don't want to be somebody else's taxes. Oh, I don't want to be responsible I for my own. I, I don't want to be any of these things. Right. It'd be so hard. It'd be really hard. I mean, in, in the sitting at a desk all day, any job that you have to sit at a desk, I cannot do that. What about your three for Thursday? Three jobs you could never do. Cook, dog catcher, and police officer. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Uh. Not doing them, huh? No. No. I think it's sort of like the dog catcher job, if that's even still a thing. 
No, because what if they bite you? But, but then I think of that. Yeah, I was saying, I used to <laughs> Some work. Some of those dogs are not yeah. always happy to see you. I used to work at the Oprah show, and we did a whole thing on the dogs that bite people. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, uh-huh. I mean, this video, there was video footage of these kids, like, being ripped. Oh, I, oh, I just can't. Oh, oh. It was awful. Oh, yeah, I've seen oh, some no. of those pictures, too. Yeah. On yeah. second thought, I take yeah. it back. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Those are three. Just add okay. those to my list, too. So many jobs apparently we're not either qualified for or have the stomach to tolerate. You know, anything that you have to be on time to, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) That you have to dress up for, nope. I mean, there's like a whole list of things that I just can't do. And I can't do a nine to five. Like a regular nine to five job is, seems like just can you imagine Torture. doing like traveling sales or something like that? That's got to be oh, so sales? hard too. Oh, add sales to that list. Add, yeah. <laughs> Put it on the list. So if you do any of those jobs, bless you. Yes. And, and thank I you mean, for doing it. We need different people doing different things do. in this world. I mean, I am in awe of what you do because <laughs> I, I have no skills in all these things I am saying. And so when I see it, you know, doctors. Yeah. You know, just so many things, hospice workers. Oh I mean, my gosh! I actually the list think goes I, on and on. I mean, I would. I think I could maybe do that, but I would be in such deep depression after. Like, I don't think I could function. I don't know. You might be able to help people to a whole new level, a new space. Oh, and they could talk to me in their afterlife. It would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Time for our whole enchilada. We're going commercial free for your workday at eight thirty this morning. By the way, it's good news. <laughs> I think I'll start with something just ridiculous right out of the gate here in the whole enchilada. Some stuff you may not have already seen. Um, There's a family whose cat likes to meow a lot. And when it does, the family's parrot gets upset. Now, you're going to hear a voice that sounds like a woman. It's the parrot mimicking the woman's voice, but talking to the cat. Listen carefully to what happens when the cat's meowing. Shut up. Oh my gosh. And they just go back and forth. The cat meows, the parrot says, Shut up. I need that parrot. (laughs) No. (laughs) You want to talk about something annoying? I'm going to teach it like positive statements so we have good vibes going on all the time. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Parrots are amazing. They really are, yeah. Yeah. uh, I love this. What's the most common, unusual thing you do in the bathroom? Most people Uh go to the bathroom to cry. What? <laughs> to cry. The most common, unusual thing yeah, you do. Yeah, we oh, do. I see. We I go, see. we cry. Some people just go. They're not like using the potty. They're just going to read a book and get away. You know, they're oh hiding God. out in the bathroom to avoid people. I always, like if I'm in like a public place and I see people, I don't want, I run to the bathroom. I don't know what it is. Okay. <laughs> you know, even at work, you got to take a phone call and there's people all around run to the bathroom. No, don't, you know? don't take the call in the bathroom. The people who are taking calls in the bathroom, y'all freak me out. This is so gross. But if you are a parent, I mean, besides drinking coffee in there, like you're just trying to eat a snack. And the little vultures. Uh, <laughs> and I don't have a pantry in my house right now. There's no pantry. And usually I would run into the pantry in my old house and just hide. And yeah. I'd see the little fingers coming underneath. No, 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 no. Now people run to the bathroom to eat their snacks to get away from the vultures. <laughs> Close that lid when you flush so I can Thank have my you. snacks, please. Gross. <laughs> Uh, I've got a good Uh, news story here. There's actually a couple of them, but I know we only have time for one. So I'm choosing the school custodian in Georgia 
who walked to work while he was saving money. And he got the shock of his life when a couple of the teachers met him in the parking lot. It's tears, baby. Uh, it was a little bit more. And so the school got together and we raised the rest of the money. And it's yours. We love you. We love you. Chris. We love you. <laughs> Stars. There is a God. Oh, my stars. Thank All you. my stars. He Thank said there you. is a God. They raised money to help him raise the balance of what he still needed to buy a car so he wouldn't have to work every day. Aww. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. Good people all around this world, man. Uh, sleep. It's one of the top things you could do for health. In fact, probably number one. You should be getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night. What are you averaging, Gregory? I'm getting more than you. I know that. You think? Oh, yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. What time do you go to bed? I don't believe that. Uh, like 10 o'clock. Yeah. But you fall asleep at 10 o'clock. I fall asleep at 10 o'clock and 30 seconds. Okay. So clearly the best nights for sleep are Fridays and Saturdays from everybody. But 79% of people say they sleep very poor three nights a week, which will affect your health. So you just need to make sure you're off the electronics one hour before. I'm looking at you, Greg. All right. <laughs> this is the epitome of pot kettle situation. You do all. Uh, I, I do. You're I the person who stays up late watching movies. Like, you don't have to be watching well, no, movies. I You're watch, the person who stays up late on Instagram. I watch Instagram. the VMAs. That's even worse. And the hard part is, is like a lot of it's times I can't doing? sit down with a book, which will make me fall asleep in two seconds. Well, do that. Because I don't buy the books. I buy them on audio because I'm running around like a crazy person. I know what to so, get you for your birthday. Okay, get me a book. And then get me some time to read it. <laughs> well, you're only going to need 20 seconds. You'll fall asleep. Well, it's going to take you years. Let's all work on sleeping better. Okay. Can we do that? No. It's good for your health. I will when you will. How about okay. that? Okay, sounds good. We heard from listener Dan yesterday who called to tell us about his creepy child. We said, you gotta, you got to tell that story again on the radio tomorrow morning because you're probably not the only one. Right. Right? Kids will say creepy things. I mean, we're not to Halloween time yet. I know you're ready for it. I, I, lo- I was ready for it in January, thing. okay? <laughs> but sometimes your children will say and do really weird, creepy things. Things that as adults, we know it's creepy. They don't know. Especially the little kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you've had your daughter where you wake up and she's just at the end of your bed staring. <laughs> like, you've had that, right? <laughs> that is the worst. It is awful. <gasps> the worst. Uh, so so he's ready to go now. Dan, go, you got to share this story, dude. So, uh, tell us what you, what you told us yesterday. All right. So it came to a point in our life where my wife and I had to move in with her great-grandmother in this creepy old house. Yeah, which is not easy to begin with. It's not. And uh, we had been experiencing some a few things here and there. And I come down to the basement. That's where we were staying at ceiling, having a conversation. I said, son, what are you doing? He goes, I'm talking to the people. I'm, you're talking to what people? He goes, the people who live here. Oh, my gosh. The people who live here. Where are the people who live here? Who are you talking to? Oh, right? my gosh, kids. Yeah. What else? I was like, you mean great-grandma? He goes, no, the mom and the dad and the two kids. And then that night, we're laying in bed. Now, keep in mind, grandma's in a walker. She's 90 years old. And we hear footsteps running across the floor back and forth for like the three hours. We went upstairs, and there was nobody up there. My son was fast asleep. Yeah, your son was fast asleep. That's what got me yesterday when you told us that story. It was like, who's making the footprints, right? Grandma's in a walker, and she's in bed. 
Your son's in kids, bed. He's kids, asleep. Kids see that stuff. <laughs> I mean, but kids say creepy things, do creepy things all the time. Yeah. I mean, all the time. Do you have one of those Why? stories? Why? Oh, Mary's got a few. But I we know. want to hear yours this morning, too. I mean, there are so many. I think the first creepy thing my daughter ever said before she could even really form a full sentence that she was talking about her mama, Marsha. You've heard me talk about this a million times. Oh, yeah. That, And I go, You're, I'm your mom. She's like, no, my other mommy, my first mommy. And she's like, the last time I saw her it was the last time I saw my brother and sister. And it was so sad. And I was, it was so hot. So hot. I remember that It was part. so hot. And, and it creeped me out so bad. And she continued to say things that were creepy. And there was another time that I was looking through old photos that my husband's dad had given us, like a box, like he had given all the boys, like a box of their photos. Mm. And, and there was this family photo I pulled out from like, I don't know, 70s, 80s. And there's his mom in there. Well, I never met his mom and my daughter never met his mom. And she might have been two and a half, three. And she looked and she goes, Grandma Joe, at this photo from way back when. We didn't have any photos around our house. Like, she was so young. Like, how, how did she know? And there's times she's waving, laughing behind me, waving to someone behind me. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm playing with grandma. I mean, that stuff Oof. is so creepy. You just reminded me of the time our friend Sheila was driving her kids, her little ones. Yeah. And they went past the cemetery on Grant Road, uh-huh. East Lawn. Oh, yeah. And the kids were like, hi, people. Oh, hi. Hey, people. And she's like, who are you waving at? Who are you talking to? The people who live there in the green grass. Oh, my gosh. And they were too young to know what a cemetery was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they were. the creeps. I know. That gave me the creeps. I mean, there's so many times I can't even tell tell you, but I've told you about that. that drone video of Auschwitz, you know? Okay, well, I'm like, did somebody show my kid a video of this? Well, she's two and a half, three years old. She, And it was, the video just came out. It was on my Facebook, and it was like, when you're scrolling, and she looked, she's like, I died there with Grandma. I mean, she, I didn't even stop the video to watch it. She saw it, like, on my phone. Passing. Passing. And I'm like, I died there with grandma. I like, mean, what that, that was like, mean? what? How many spirits are alive in this I, child of yours? I, I called all my siblings. I'm like, who showed my daughter like some PBS video? I mean, it's super inappropriate for her age. Nobody. Nobody did that. Right. You know, so. Let alone for her to I say mean, that. I mean, yeah. Kids are creepy. <laughs> I mean, and my kid does that too. My other, my boy. I mean, he has dreams all the time. And he's like, mommy, I saw you dead in the pool. I'm like, oh, stop. Okay. Well, I was going to ask for other stories, but I don't think we need any more. I think we've heard enough no, creepy no, dead children's no. stories. I want to hear other people's I don't. stuff. I, I really do. Don't. No. I do. Please, please do not call with your creepy dead story now. I don't want to hear it. I'm, you're freaking me out. No, I, don't like I want this. to hear this. 520 <laughs> Tell us a happy story. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Did I push you over the edge? Yeah, that's too much. You weirded, weirded me out. It's not even Halloween yet. <laughs> Save some death for Halloween. I, I thought you didn't believe in any of this, Gregory. I don't believe in any of it. I just don't know why your children are talking about death every 10 seconds. It's just, they see things. They see people. They see spirits. That's creepy. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Can you out-creep Meredith? I hope not. <laughs> I hope so. It's 94.9 Mix FM. 
How did your kid creep you out? Did they say something just super freaky? Well, yeah, it's not too creepy, but our son, when he was like three or four, he's laughing because he's 20 and he's in the car right now. But anyways, when he was like three or four, he was playing in his room and we're like, and he told us that he was a father of two boys, one named Benjamin, one named David, oh. and that he lived in New York. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Could be. I'm telling you. And he did it more than once. Yeah, yeah. They put those experiences together. I bet you he has a birthmark somewhere. You need to watch that Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah, watch that Netflix show, like, like whatever, death or whatever. There's some death. It's so interesting. But they do this with kids. They do research on their stories. And they can usually figure out who it is. Yeah, we got to look that show up again. Surviving Death. I knew it was something like that. Yeah, it's really a good documentary. It freaks you out. Totally. Yeah. Uh, 520-775-0949. Kelsey, your kid said something creepy, too? Um, About six months ago, we were talking about how he was born in like a non, you know, birds and bees kind of way. And he had told me that he could have broken my bones on his way out. (laughs) What? He was nine, nine and a half pounds. Oh, Oh my gosh. But how would he even think about to say that, which is super creepy? And I was just like, yeah, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) He could have, that's for sure. (laughs) Did he whisper it? I could have broken your bones. Well, that is the other thing. Like little kids, especially like, like I noticed that with my little boy. When any time he brings up his creepy dreams, yeah. he whispers it. <laughs> so it's like next level freak out. That is so creepy. Scott, you got one of those stories too? Okay, so growing up, my daughter's favorite movie was Child's Play. Uh-oh. She'd watch it all day, every day. Like it was just, it was creepy that by itself. But then one day I was working nights and I was sleeping during the day and I wake up. She has both of her hands on my chest, and she's doing the chance to transfer her soul into mine. Ade, Dewe, Dumbala. And, like, raises her hand in the air. She says, give me the power, I beg of you. And she's just, like, totally serious, wants my body. Wait a minute. <laughs> so wait, your daughter was watching Child's Play, which is, like, Chucky, right? That's Chucky. the Chucky movies. yeah. And she's uh, figuring out how yeah. to do the chant and yeah, <laughs> do not do this. Yeah, and don't this dress is, your kid as Chucky. This is what happens when you let your little ones watch an R-rated film. Yeah. Like they try yeah. and steal your soul. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is so creepy. Oh, man. The I mean, chant. thank you for sharing. I mean, a kid doing a chant. I right. mean, <laughs> it's like next level. That's terrifying. That is a horror movie. The average person struggles with this at least three times a week. That's our 10 after trivia question this morning. Nearly six in 10 say it's even holding them back in their careers. What is it? I was going to say running, running late. Oh, oh. Run. Story of our life. <laughs> Seriously, man. Uh-huh. That, that totally makes sense, too, especially with the part where six out of 10 say it's probably holding them back in their careers. We could just get there a little earlier. You know, but it's our creative mind. So you need the creatives in the building or you're not going to be successful either. So people deal. Too bad the creatives just don't show up. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Anyway, great answer, but not the right one today. I'm sorry. I'll I'll wait to hear it. All right. 775-0949. What do you think? Getting out of bed on time. Getting... Ah, it's so hard to get out of bed on time. Oh my, it's so hard. And in a roundabout way, you're you're sort of in in the ballpark-ish. I'm jealous of you. Not quite, yeah. Those early birds make me so jealous. (laughs) But I go to bed early too. Oh, oh, see, that's a good way to do it. 
Anyway, good guess, yep. but not quite there. All Thank right. you. 94.9, what's your answer? Stress. Struggling with stress. Yes. Uh, it's probably an even higher percentage and a greater number of days every week. That's a great answer, just not the right one. Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM. The average person struggles with it at least three times a week. What is it? Insomnia. The answer is getting a good night's sleep. Yeah. Oh, I won. I won. (laughs) You won. You won. What is your name? Edna. Are you not sleeping, Edna? Um, actually, it's hard for me to get to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard to get to bed. To get your brain to wind down, right? Yeah. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, the average person struggles with getting a good night's sleep at least three times a week. And many people say they can't be their best at work when they're not well rested. So almost 60% of people say it's holding them back in their jobs. Imagine that. If you could get better sleep, you might be in a better position at work. You might make more money. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Maybe that's yeah. what we're doing well, wrong. Well, the doctor there. also told me if I took some ADD medication, imagine what your life would be like. I'm like, I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it is what it is. <laughs> and then you did it, so you win. Yeah, you you Arizona. I have to get it right. They switched it. I you know, know. Uh, Wildcats versus the Lumberjacks. It's Saturday night at Arizona Stadium. Nice. Thank you. Bear down. Yeah, bear down. More of those passes for you tomorrow morning. Same time, same station. 94.9 Mix FM. Greg and Mayor on 94.9 Mix FM.